in Donut Country on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Loveless Fine Photography, Jay Mullins Jewelry, Carpets by Osborne, and Chick-fil-A. Welcome back to the Prentice Also Heating and Air Coaches Corner. Talk some Laverne hoops right now. Monty Hale joining you along with Wolverines coach Tony Rutland. Coach, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are y'all? Doing good. I dating back to last Friday since we didn't have you on last Friday. Um, I mean last Saturday. Uh, pretty yeah. nice week for Laverne. Probably one of your better weeks of the year. Yeah, you know, uh, the kids are actually starting to uh, understand. And uh, again, you know, without with with the pandemic season. You know, it was very tough in the beginning of the year, but, you know, they're starting to see uh, the blueprint of just laying the foundation of what we need to do to, to become a good program. And when you talk about that blueprint, um, obviously um, any new coach has got his way of doing things. Everything's going to be different. And obviously uh, that's a challenge in itself, Uh on top of you mentioned the pandemic, the challenges that is presented um, everybody uh, this year. But what are some of the you know little maybe a couple little fine details when you talk about a blueprint? Maybe that just a casual fan or onlooker may not really realize. Well, you know the blueprint really is just uh, getting the first le- first learning the kids and allowing the, uh, the kids to learn your system and your style um, coming. Uh, becoming a new coach into somebody who, <clears throat> for a kid who has been uh, taught a certain way, uh, defensively, offensively, um, you, you know, you just have to change your way, especially if your your, your philosophy is different. Um, you know, Laverne last year had two great scores, um, so offensively, I had to, to revamp everything where I didn't have a main score, and I try to put in something where everybody can score. Um, so you have to put in time and, and try to find a system that's going to fit for you. Uh, defensively, you know, as bad as uh, you, you can't score, you have to find a way to stop people from scoring. And that's always tough when you can't put in the time and effort to kind of like practice defensive principles, uh, the basic principles, maybe not forcing middle or maybe forcing sideline or force sideline. Or not, you know, force a middle. So, again, it's just different ways uh, to start your foundation. And then, um, you know, starting with the youth and, and, and working your way down to the middle school program, um, you know, there's really no feeder system, but you have to just get uh, a good relationship with the middle school um, programs and coaches and just to go see them play and see what your future may hold. Um, so if you do have to change anything or your philosophies, you know what you got coming in, and then you can look for the future and, and hopefully start building from there. You bring up an interesting point with middle school. You know, if, if you're able to go watch them here and there and catch their games, I'm sure uh, you can kind of somewhat look in your crystal ball a little bit and say, hey, a couple, three years, that guy could really be be a player, or hey, this guy may even help us next year as a freshman off the bench. Yeah, very true. I've been to a couple of games, and um, I know the state championship is going to be here locally. Um, I, I believe at Stewart's Creek and maybe another uh, school, but a um, lot of talent, a lot of size. 
Um, but you do see that, you know, some of the kids are still raw. Um, again, everybody's been taught differently. I, I call it the Tiger Woods effect. Uh, you know, everybody, you know, in golf wants to swing like Tiger Woods, but, you know, you get lessons and you get lessons and they try to change their swing, but then it doesn't work, you know. So with me, um, I try not to change their techniques or anything like that, but I just try to cater to how they play, how their shot is, and just try to make a couple adjustments and then, you know, get them comfortable. And once they get the confidence uh, in, in everything like that, then, you know, you'll see a difference in their play. Um, but again, you know, the biggest difference is strength coming from middle school to high school, um, getting in the weight program. Um, I'm really big on plyometrics. Um, we haven't really been able to get in the waist this this year. So when we play like your Pope John Pauls and your Father Ryan's, who are private schools who have a great rope uh, weight program, you could tell the difference in in the physicality of our team and their team. So um, this spring and summer, hopefully this year, we'll be able to do a lot more stuff. Uh, maybe get a Vertimax, uh, bo box jumps, band resistance, and stuff like that because. Eventually, when they go to college, they'll have strength coach who can really teach them different things and uh, get them stronger for the next level. All right, Coach, we'll look back uh, last week, um, last Friday, uh, knock off Riverdale by a point. Uh, uh, they're a team that was fighting for that number three spot. They end up uh, getting the four. So uh, that, that's got to be a good confidence booster for your team because obviously you've had you've had some tough games this year you've had some bad breaks you've uh, had some games where you played well games you didn't but uh to beat a team that's you know in the upper echelon uh had to be a, a nice breath of fresh air for you it was um you know the first game we played them it, uh we jumped on them uh pretty good and and they made a run and we couldn't withstand the run and we still had a chance at the end to kind of like make another run, but you know, they're, they're a great team. Uh, they got a lot of veterans that, you know, play and guards, uh, that can really score. Um, it was our senior night and I just tried to let the seniors know, Hey, this is your last senior night playing here. Uh, you need to come out here and just play with some intensity and everybody needs to match it. Um, fortunately for us, we were allowed to have some fans and I think that helped a lot of, uh, as well because, you know, just playing in the empty gym, not that many fans. Uh, you know, it's almost like practice. But when you have your peers and, you know, other people coming to the games, it kind of helps them and motivates them and get them momentum. And our seniors came out and they played really well in the first quarter, gave us a lead. Um, and from there, you know, we just continued to play and we was knocking down shots. And we, we actually played well four quarters. Um, compared to, to games in the past. So we finally put four quarters together and we were able to finish the game. Um, you know, we only won by one point, but again, we did make some mistakes towards the end and the game became close. And uh, we had to fight for our lives to get, to get that to that victory. But again, Riverdale never gave up. And, you know, again, they're a tough team. Uh, then you next game you play Stewart's Creek. Not as fortunate there it was a fifty six forty three game, but uh, Stewart's Creek's a team that you know is kind of you know you, everybody kind of looks at Blackman and uh, Siegel. Uh, they've kind of quietly gone about their business pretty well this year under a first year coach, also. Yeah, and you know uh, it, it's a love and hate relationship with with uh, Stewart's Creek. Uh, you know, I love the kids because I was there for you know a couple of years, and I you know I kind of 
you know, groomed them into the players they are now. Um, and I know every time we play them, they're going to give me 130% just, just because it's me and it's them. Um, but we, we play really well against them. Again, you know, first two games, we had the lead in the first quarter. Um, but we could not capitalize and finish the game. Um, again, it was just more of us not just finishing out the game. I think, you know, what my guys, we, we either take off first quarter or take off second quarter and then play third and fourth. We, we have not com- played a complete game other than the games we have won. But, you know, I, I, I like Stewart's Creek. Uh, if they're on the same page, if they're playing tough, uh, they have shooters. They have the inside game. Um, I know them really well, and you know I, I like them uh, this year to hopefully uh, make it far um, if they're playing well. But again, if I if I have to play them, of course I'm going with myself. But you know it's just the fact that you know it's Stewart's Creek, and you know I, I invested some time with those kids, and I know those kids, and I respect them, and they respect me. And Coach Pride is doing a great job. Um, in his first year there. And uh, finally, the, the final game before uh, the district tournament, you knock off Rock Bell 51-48. You know, um, you can kind of debate that, that but whether that helps you going into the tournament, but kind of gives you a feel-good – you get that feel-good feeling going into the tournament, knowing you won your last game, you've won two out of three, and you've got a little momentum going in there. Yeah, and that's what it's about. You know, it's it's not about um, the scores or anything like that. It, it, you know, wins and losses for the kids definitely help the younger generation uh, going into to the next game. It, it just seems like, you know, when I was playing, you know, wins and losses motivated us. Uh, if we lost, we you know, we came out and we tried to show them that it was a mistake, you know. And, and for us, if you, you know – kids nowadays it seems like if they're not winning they're not winning they tend to get down a lot and um you know it's hard to get them out of the funk but our kids been playing really well all season wins or losing uh losses we we've been maintaining and playing well um just not been able to finish and last night you know we were able to finish uh i was really pleased uh beasley came out and i believe he had like four threes in the first half um and you know at halftime, we made some adjustments, and we was able to shut them down. Like, uh, not he didn't make a field goal in the second half. So again, uh, I credit my guys for stepping up, and you know he made some free throws in the second half. But you know, for for him not to score a field goal in the second half was big for us. Well, you you go into the tournament, and I'm not sure, exactly sure who you're gonna play. I know y'all are meeting today to figure all that out, and and then of course. As if the pandemic hasn't been bad enough, we, uh, we've we got some potential weather coming. So who knows yeah. what's going to happen with all that. But uh, just your thoughts about the, the upcoming tournament. Well, it's going to be tough. Uh, you know, now that we're not playing at neutral sites, um, you know, I feel like that the the higher seed is always going to have the advantage. And because now you're going to have uh, uh, you know, crowds there and cheering you on. But Again, it's just more of us, and I, and I think you know we play. I believe we play Rockville on uh, in the first game. So again, it, it's a momentum, um, and I know they're going to want some get back, and they're playing at home. So uh, we got to come out and we got to 
play hard, 10 times as hard as we played last night. And, uh, you know, if we want to advance, then we can just go out and, and play hard. All righty, Coach. Well, it's great to catch up with you as always. Uh, congrats on your uh, recent success, and uh, good luck in the District 7 tournament this week. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. That's Laverne Coach Tony Rutland joining us today. We'll take a break, and Troy Bond of Oakland High School will join us. Loveless Fine Photography is the official